0: Welcome to Walk Around the Block, where today we're in holiday rally mode. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> I am a little behind, not just today, not just this week. like all month (laughs) Uh, but you know we've turned a corner we're full speed ahead now Um, got the rest of the decorations out yesterday most of them did go out Thanksgiving weekend but there were still three bins sitting in the living room (laughs) a sort of alternative holiday decoration I suppose um finally got those out of the way. We're a couple weeks out from Christmas and I think we've officially entered full good enough mode around here which you know, a third into December. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> uh so we've been getting into the holiday spirit. Um I've got a little mini Christmas tree in my office now, very festive. We also have watched our first, uh, maybe our <laughs> only, <laughs> Hallmark Christmas movie of the season. So, you know, I had the little log lines of this year's slate of Hallmark movies that I went through a month or so ago. The one we watched was one of the ones that possibly sounded like it had potential. It was called "Haul Out the Holly. This girl's parents ditch her for Christmas. Of course, she had just broken up with her deadbeat boyfriend. She goes home and her parents are leaving for Florida. It's still a little fuzzy why she didn't go. (laughs) I don't remember. I just remember her dad being like, we're taking our talents to South Beach. (laughs) Little little inside humor (laughs) from when LeBron James went to the Miami Heat like way back when. So... So she stays there at the house uh, on appropriately enough Evergreen Lane, um, and then their neighborhood HOA tries to rope her into like all these things to embrace the Christmas spirit. We have an HOA in our neighborhood. I thought that that could be funny. Uh, There was one lady who was pretty funny in it. She was like the sassy neighborhood frenemy. She had a few good lines. So That was positive. Um, Another funny thing was that right out of the gate, my husband goes, that looks like Utah. I was like, yeah, it kind of does. Then we see this Utah license plate. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I guess it's supposed to be set there. I do know they film a lot of these in Canada. So I thought it was just made to look like Utah. But I Googled it. And sure enough, they did film it there. They filmed it in Cottonwood Heights around Salt Lake City. For those who know the area. I have several Utah connections, so I feel like I need to watch it again through like different eyes, although my husband probably will not watch it with me. (laughs) That is pretty safe to say. (laughs) He did watch it the first time with me. (laughs) However, the following is a series of comments he made while we watched this movie. I started just putting them in my phone, (laughs) and they kept me entertained during the lulls, let's say. First up, the thesis statement. Quote, this is so bizarre. (laughs) Then a succinct follow-up, this would never happen. (laughs) Expounding on that some more, this is a really dumb one. I feel like it's an especially dumb one. (laughs) Some detail, why should she stay in this house and deal with this harassment? (laughs) The the guy was giving her all these, like, absurd, maybe faux HOA violations. It did get a little ridiculous. (laughs) What else? It's like we've used all the ideas, so we're going to come up with the most absurd thing we can. (laughs) Okay. Every one of these is worse than the last. (laughs) And finally... I feel like I'm getting sicker watching this movie. (laughs) I think he had a headache or something. (laughs) Oh, well. You know, he's not the target audience. It's fine. He made it. We all made it. We might even watch another Christmas movie this weekend. What else? Um, People have been posting their Spotify wrapped list. I jump around. I've had six free months of Apple Music for something I'd bought, so I wouldn't say my Spotify wrapped was like completely comprehensive or anything, but I did have to laugh at my top artists. It was pretty on brand. Uh, the top two were, drum roll please, Taylor Swift and One Direction. Uh, Literally, like the next day or the day after, Apple News informed me via not one, but two articles from E! News that it was the 10th anniversary of Taylor Swift and Harry Styles' infamous walk through Central Park. Do I remember Taylor Swift and Harry Styles' walk through Central Park? <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> I cannot believe it's been 10 years. I told my husband that day, guess what it's the anniversary of? He did not guess, so I told him, and he was like, "Oh, wow, it's been ten years since that! See, he knew about it too." Then he was like, "Wow, they must have been young. They were young. Taylor was twenty two and Harry was eighteen. Courtesy of e news a few nuggets to refresh our memories. uh, the walk through Central Park was their second date. They went to the zoo. Their relationship lasted roughly like three ish, three, four months, October to January. They were seen kissing on New Year's Eve, and less than a week later, Taylor was photographed alone and looking sad on a boat in St. John's. They do not make pop culture news like that anymore. <laughs> I am just saying. Anyway, there is an accompanying list of all the songs that allegedly stem from their brief relationship. There are like three times as many songs as months they were together, which which I think sounds like a productive relationship to me. Uh, a good chunk of the album, 1989, in my opinion, may be the best Taylor Swift album. Thank you, Harry, for that. Style, that one has a great chorus. Out of the Woods, that's a great song. I did not know that the snowmobile accident in question happened in Utah on a trip with Justin Bieber. I appreciated that little nugget. On the other side, the One Direction song, Perfect, is pretty obviously about Harry and Taylor, probably my favorite One Direction song, and obviously, as my Spotify raps will tell you, (laughs) there are a few of those. (laughs) Uh, So that was a fun little trip down memory lane. Um, In other news, you know, there's always something going on in my neighborhood. (laughs) You know, just when you think you've seen it all. (laughs) Uh, Last week, it was a missing pet python. This woman was like, my python got out. She was looking for heating pads she could borrow and place around her house to try to lure it out. She was pretty sure it was still inside. But how do you know? So, you know, that makes a stroll to the mailbox potentially eventful. (laughs) There were so many questions I had about that. Like, for example, how did your pet python get out in the first place? A couple of people were kind of like panicking. Like, is this serious? Like genuinely freaking out a little. She was like, yes, it's serious. You know, everyone's got their jokes. I think there were like a couple, two, three posts about it. People wanted an update Um, it was not fast. My husband would ask me, like, what's the deal with the pet snake? (laughs) I'd be like, still missing. He'd be like, what do you mean still missing? It had been missing 24 hours before she even posted looking for help. I mean, listen, I don't have a pet snake. So we're obviously talking about a completely different comfort level here. But that would make me a little nervous I mean, minutes into hours of a missing python would make me nervous, let alone hours into days. In the end, she did find it, but it did take a few days. Three days, I think. Finally, she posted and was like, the snake is back, and and everyone breathed a sigh of relief. (laughs) This guy comments and was like, oh yeah, when I was in college, we had a pet python in the house I lived in, We'd lose it for weeks at a time. (laughs) And we also had a pet rat who accidentally found her one day. Then they only had a pet snake. No pet rat after that. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, Coincidentally, I saw this right around the same time. I saw it a bunch of places online. You might have seen it too. New York City has a job listing for a director of rodent mitigation the rat are of New York City. I went to the New York Times. I was reading the article there. Um, I don't know why I think these articles are so funny. <laughs> Actually, I take it back. Yes, I do. It's because of the comment sections. <laughs> Literally, the only redeeming comment sections on the internet are under these types of stories and also like stories about tipping. Those are always amazing too. For some reason, they closed the comment section on this one after a fairly short time. I don't really know why, but we'll get to that in a second. So part of the reason the story got such traction, of course, is because it's a story about rats in New York City. I will say, I have spent my share of time in New York City. I have not seen some of the things other people have seen. Rats dragging along full slices of pizza and things like that. I have... I have not witnessed such horrors myself, but I knew it was an issue, and I did always keep an eye out in the train stations. I will say that. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so part of the reason this took off is because it's about rats in New York. Part of it is because of how the job listing was written. It was very tongue-in-cheek, very over-the-top, very humorous. I saw in the New York Times story that it was written by a city hall speechwriter, so, you know, not your typical HR boilerplate job listing. Another thing that got people's attention was the salary. I believe in New York you have to list a salary range on all job listings now, which personally I think is great. I think it should be like that everywhere, but I digress. Anyway, the salary range was 120 to 170,000 a year, which also got people's attention. It was like in every headline. So I'm telling my husband about it. That's like one of the first things I tell him is the pay range. That's like one of the themes in the comments. Like, I do it for this amount, I do it for that amount. So I say to him, you know, like, what do you think? He says, he goes, 120 to 170 feels underpaid. He says, that feels way underpaid, actually. I'm like, really? He goes, do you not agree? I was like, I don't know. I don't really know what to compare it to. He says, you should be paid more than that if you solve the rat problem in New York City. <laughs> It hasn't been able to be solved for eternity. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I see your point. (laughs) Um, Of course, one of the issues is how New York handles its trash. There's a professor in the story who makes the point that, you know, the real issue is how the trash is handled, which is true. Anyone who's ever been to New York City has seen the bags of trash on the curbs. Uh, Back in the day, they say the law used to be that garbage had to be in metal trash cans. Not sure how they got away from that, but of course, that is a great point. There's this one guy quoted in the story who is a postdoctoral fellow at Harvard who has studied rat behavior. He calls himself a (laughs) ratvicate, like advocate, but rat, It's far down in the story, but I think it's one of the most, like, I guess you would say sensational points, controversial, thought-provoking, I don't know. He says, you know, he makes the point, how is everyone okay with squirrels, which are also rodents, which can carry disease, and not with rats? I would like to go on record as saying... (laughs) I am one of those people who are okay with squirrels and not rats. (laughs) 100%. Give me a squirrel over a rat any day. So this guy, though, he says the reason for that is the tail. (laughs) The stringy tail versus the fluffy tail. I told my husband that, and he was in complete agreement. He was like, for sure, the tail is part of what makes mice and rats gross. When I see squirrels, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a freaking rat. (laughs) The only difference is the tail. I don't know if that's the only difference, (laughs) but that's what he said. He said, they're really not that different. I have never thought that about a squirrel before, but the tail thing, I guess I can kind of see that. I was like, wow, that's deep. Like, I never thought about that before. (laughs) My husband's like, it is true. And then he goes, I love that he's like, rats get a bad rap. (laughs) Did the rats complain to him? (laughs) I mean, maybe they did. Anyway, that bit also got the attention of several people in the comments, at least what they allowed of the comments. This lady, Deb, in Pennsylvania said, this is a quote, I don't see squirrels around the garbage. I see rats. When rodents are found in residences, it's rats and mice, not, all caps, squirrels. I understand they are both rodents, but obviously one species is much more aggressive than others. (laughs) Someone else said, squirrels don't try and live in people's homes like rats do. Rats would live in our kitchens, bathrooms, and bedrooms if they could. (laughs) Of course, then you have people chime in and say like, oh, yes, squirrels do try to get in the house. (laughs) One person said, my home was invaded multiple times by squirrels. Um, I worked with this woman who I am pretty sure had squirrels in her attic. She had a lot, of, she had a lot of things in her attic over the years, but but I do think squirrels were on the list. My old boss had flying squirrels in his attic. That was a saga. They had to put up like these nets and let them fly into the nets to catch them. He said they were so loud, it was like a complete debacle. <laughs> of course, we were all riveted. I said to my husband, though, I still feel like rats are worse. Like, if the world incinerated tomorrow, I feel like rats would be the last thing left. He goes, yeah, that and cockroaches. Don't they say cockroaches can survive anything, basically? (laughs) They probably do. (laughs) I don't know. I don't want to know. You know where they don't have rats and cockroaches? Hallmark Christmas movies. Off to watch another one. That's it for today's walker on the block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at walktheblockpod. Subscribe or follow on Spotify or Apple or Google Podcasts and leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already and I will see you next week.